1: The following is a hoop ball presentation.
2: Ho, 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 and Merry Christmas. It is the box score breakdown for this Christmas Day, the twenty fifth of December. 2020, we are presented by Hoopball, and whilst it's season's greetings, happy holidays, Merry Christmas to everyone, hope you're staying safe out there. It is with a very heavy heart that we uh, remember one of the great Celtics, Casey Jones, unfortunately, passed away today uh, at the age of 88, won eight NBA championships as a Celtics player in the 60s and also came back to coach uh, Boston to two more titles in 84 and 86. Uh, you know, he went to high school and led some pretty serious NCAA championships with Bill Russell as well. So it's with a heavy heart that we think about his family, the Celtics organization, and everyone who was touched by KC Jones in his efforts. With that, I am Scotty. How are you going? You can find me on Twitter at the harlander 23 and this is the Box Score Breakdown presented by Hoop Ball. And speaking of hoop ball, how bloody good is that thing, right? You go on there, you've got so many articles, our podcast, of course, everything that is fantastic about hoop ball, And it's the best deal in the industry still at just $4.99 a month for you to become a premium subscriber. And now we're into the regular season. There is zero commitment. Sign up for one month for 5 bucks. If you don't like it, you can cancel. We know you'll love it but it's always nice to have that option. The Fantasy Pass has everything you'll need to dominate all year, updating projections, new fantasy appraiser tools, schedule and streaming charts, pickups and drops and our newest and coolest feature – the HoopBall Discord server, where you can hang out with all the HoopBall pros around the clock and get one-on-one help with your team. So please do check it out. Head to hoop-ball.com, click on the Fantasy Pass ad just below the media wall. And speaking of that Discord channel, my usual co-host spends a jolly amount of time on there. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas and a big welcome to Mr. J. You can find him on Twitter at Mr. Jolly of Sydney.
3: G'day, mate. G'day, mate. How are you doing?
2: I'm good. How are uh, how you doing? Up and down day for you today?
3: Uh, very much up and down, yes. How, uh,
2: how many uh, Super Bowls are you in with Alvin Kamara and what happened with Kyrie,
3: mate? Um, well, I'm in four Super Bowls with uh, at the moment and I've got three Alvin Kamaras going and I'm, so I've got to get three rings. Uh, got one more Super Bowl next week, hopefully as well. But Alvin Kamara, Jesus, he is completely off his nana. Today, I think the most touchdowns in history by a running back or tied it. So those games are all over after one game. That's you to my, go on. That dude is an absolute freak. Uh, but
2: yes. you're ignoring the second part of that question. What happened with Kyrie Irving, mate?
3: Oh, my God. I left his 37 points and seven threes and everything on the bench in one league. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Heaven. Uh, of, oh, were you playing? Sorry, no, you I weren't were playing in that league. No, um, and the, the irony about this is too, the guy I'm playing, shout out to White Chocolate, David Ralph, uh, lived in Korea as well, like I did, and uh, famous chocolatier in Sydney, one of the top, top guys. His nickname is White Chocolate because of his <laughs> terrible shooting, as well as his chocolatier skills. Last season, I absolutely gutted him in a trade. I traded him in a points league. I gave him Kyrie for Doncic, <laughs> and then Kyrie did his shoulder about two weeks later, and uh, yeah, so I'm playing him and he's the one who benefited from me accidentally leaving Kyrie on the bench. So there you go. It all um, evens out in the end.
2: Uh, as we do this, we the the Clippers and the Nuggets are still on. Is that Kwai on the ground, mate? Are you watching at all? A bit of a collision maybe. That's that's what I think they're looking at. Yep, and down he goes and it did not look very good at all. Ooh. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah. Uh, Many it's thoughts, funny you, but... mentioned,
3: you mentioned the uh the discord because I can just jump on that discord right now, which is just fantastic, and just drop in <laughs> like, um, oh my what god, they're call, saying right? he's bleeding, he got knocked down and he's bleeding. So, oh, okay. we'll update anyway, yeah,
2: yeah, cool. Let's we'll get back into it. Let's start off with today. We did it, uh, you of course weren't here uh the last show and, and there was no show yesterday, so we spoke about COVID. And what's going on with Houston, Mr. Jay? How confident are you with, you know, Boogie and, and Harden and this whole COVID thing moving forward?
3: Uh, not very, but at the same time, I don't want to sell James Harden. I resisted uh, a few different kind of offers. I've got Harden in a few leagues, probably. Uh, uh, look, let's say I'm in about 15 leagues. I've got Harden in three. And I got him at one in one league. I got him at four in another. And I got him in... At seven. I've also got him in a dynasty league, so four leagues. And I was panicking yesterday, like getting this idea that he was going to do an AD and he might just sit, all kinds of stuff's possible. Uh, and thinking, God, if I can get Paul George for him, I'll do it. I'll absolutely do it. Wow. And I listened to Dan, I listened to Dan's pod yesterday, and hearing him talk about the difference between the top of the first round and the bottom of the first round, I'm just gonna gamble on Harden. So the the answer is. On a scale of like 1 to 10, where 10 is completely freaking out, like standing on a cliff edge, I'm probably a 5. I would prefer to have got Cat instead or AD. Um, I do have one Cat uh, in another league, but uh, it is what it is, and we'll just ride it out. And very much looking forward to seeing him play and see what happens.
2: Uh, I was just having a look while you were talking there, Kwai got knocked out with an elbow from his own teammate. So I was saying a little bit earlier that uh, on Facebook, if you can sell Harden, do it. Sell, sell, sell. You think I should only do that if I get really good value.
3: Yeah, I mean, what would you accept for him? I'd probably accept Trey. Yeah, well, at the moment, Trey Young is the seventh ranked player. I mean, we've only had you know, a couple of games, but uh he's sorry, he's only he's only played one game. He's yeah. a seventh ranked player. Mind you, he had thirty seven points. He's not gonna average thirty-seven points, but he looks like he could be first you know, mid first round value. So he's right around Kyrie and karl Anthony Towns, uh so far. Cat, <laughs> Mind and you.
2: cat's another one. Cat I I think, I think we're undervalued.
3: I, I don't think the cat owner would give you cat for for Harden right now. Like, probably the kind of offers that you might see are stuff like um, Dame Dollar, or, you know, at the bottom end of the first round, you might be able to get Tatum because his field goal percentage hasn't been that great. If you're really panicking and you have multiple Hardens, may, maybe you could try that. I'm thinking of just of selling one just for the sake of just for the narrative.
2: People you'd think are sell high players.
3: Give us three. All right, so here's a three sell highs for you. Ja Morant, if I could get somebody guaranteed to be in the top twenty five, I would sell Jar Morant. He's not going to shoot sixty-six point seven percent from the field every night. That's gonna come down probably to like point four six seven or something like that. His three throw percentage in that game was eighty was eighty seven point five. He's not going to get anywhere near that. He's not gonna have forty four points. Um, you know, he might he might do it a few times in the season, but yeah there's no way that he finishes in the first round it, w- it would be remarkable and there are guys that are almost locks to finish in the in the um in the second round that you could look at uh selling high for him on uh the other guys i've got a terry rosier if you can get anything in the top 65 75 for him i would do it and Goran dragic uh dragon god he was amazing we going to talk about him in a moment he's another sell high if you can trick somebody into it maybe somebody desperate for assists if you can get something top 70, top 80 for Dragic.
2: And what about buy low players? You got any names on the buy low market that you think you would go after?
3: I've got one at the moment, Kelly Oubre. Uh, He, I saw something like uh, he and Wiggins between them have got four assists and they've shot something like four for 30 from the field. It's absolutely atrocious. But Ubre, he's still working hard on defense He's still getting other, like, stats, and he's that MacGyver-type guy. If you can, I don't know, push out – like, for example, if you could push out Terry Rosier and get Ubre back, that would be incredible.
2: And last thing before we get into the games, Zion is a monster, uh, especially if you're punting uh, shots
3: from the foul line looked very spry today
2: yeah what do you think
3: yeah, well he's 136 on ranking if you don't punt uh three throw percentage and if you punt three throw percentage to look for a zion he is drum roll what do you think let's see if you can guess how far up does he jump oh uh, 15 uh it's not quite that good it's 53 and that's because he doesn't uh he doesn't fill up the defensive categories enough at this point either. So like, yeah, looks like a monster. He is a monster, but you know you need to balance it out with those other categories that he hasn't helped. But if you look at the rebounds and the points, he's got really massive value. Also, the field goal percentage is off the chart. So for rebounds, field goal percentage and points, monster.
2: That's a great segue into our first box score for the day, as it was the New Orleans Pelicans' And Stan Van Gundy, who rolled into Miami to take on the Heat, where they got absolutely smoked late by a fire breathing dragon in Goran Dragic. And that's where they were today. The New Orleans Pelicans 198, Miami 111. It wasn't just Dragic. Singing the Pelicans' feathers with fire today as Miami's lockdown defence limited them to under 100 points and Heat coach Eric Spolstra moved to 8-0 on Christmas Day. On the Pelicans' side, there was uh, really only two positives, but we'll dive into them and a couple of other names uh, just because the Pels are a pretty interesting kind of fantasy team. So, Zion, let's, let's start from where we did prior. He... Thirty-two points, fourteen rebounds in a fantastic double, one assist, one steal, uh, eleven from twenty from the field or uh, from the floor. He had uh, his only shot from deep that he missed, and ten from fifteen from the line with three turnovers. Uh, Zion, mate, are you happy with where you got him? Some people were reaching in the second, and you know, I, I wouldn't say the third rounds. Reaching, but the second round, maybe reaching a bit for Zion. But do you think it really is?
3: It's absolutely a reach. I and mean, people reaching for Zion in the second or third round, probably, it's the same as people in nine cat taking, um, Giannis or Luca at the top if they're not punting uh free throw percentage. Like it's people are drafting off name, but if you got him, where around where he was going, uh, around I think in nine cat he was going around. Pick 50 to 60, that sort of area. If you got him and worked your build around it, like I mentioned, because those points and rebounds and the field goal percentage are really elite. Like the points and the field goal percentage are going to be like probably in the top 10 in the league. The points, maybe top 15 in the league over, overall. The, the field goal percentage might be the best, best or second best for high volume anyway. But you need to build your team around those categories knowing you're not going to get other categories and he's going to probably destroy your field goal percentage, uh, your free throw percentage. I have him and Giannis in one team where I'm punting uh, free throw percentage and my free throw percentage for this week so far is uh, (laughs) 0.65.
2: Brandon Ingram, he's the next player we're going to have a quick chat about. 28 points, two boards, three assists. No dis- defensive stats, but he was 10 from 11 from the foul line. He was four from eight from deep, Mr. J.
3: Yeah, look, it looks like that free throw percentage from last season was not an outlier. If he keeps that up, he can return that third or fourth round value. Uh, he's a guy I do not have, and there's some real regret there uh, that I that I don't have him. He's currently number 23 based on the game so far, uh, and Look, he could finish that high. If he's going to hit 10 for 11 from the charity stripe, why not? And that's
2: something interesting we'll come back to uh, in a later pod. FOMO, fear of missing out. And it seems like, Mr. J, you've got a bit of uh, FOMO when it comes to Brandon Ingram. Uh, Look, let's have a look at a couple of other things on the Pelican side. And their guards were pretty terrible. It's the big reason that they lost. Lonzo Ball had six points, two boards, six assists. Uh, He was uh, two for eight from shooting, all of which were from deep, slightly concerning he didn't get to the rim at all. But uh, let's put that down to some pretty awesome interior defense from the Miami Heat. And Eric Bledsoe, five points on two for ten from shooting and one from six from deep, although he did have six assists and a steal.
3: How do you like uh, uh, Eric Bledsoe, Mr. J? Uh, mate, he's he's uh he's better than bread and water. He's not Mr. Bledsoe. Uh, Mr. Bledsoe, you suddenly uh, became like one of my students to get to the L and R mixed up. Mate. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you play in leagues with people with half a brain, send out a by low for Bledsoe. I missed him from the beginning, it's been just a mad day here. Uh, and it's been you know, it's the day after Christmas here, so a bit hungover as well. Uh, yeah, he is somebody if you could. Buy low for him with a 100-ish, 90, 100-ish guy. I think he ends up top 75, 80, Bledsoe.
2: JJ Reddick fell back to earth with just eight points on one from seven and one from five from deep. Mr. J, would you uh, be looking to
3: stream him still? Yeah, well, he's got four games next week. He'll probably get dropped a lot today by people salivating over Dunk Rob's seven trays. Uh JJ had a bad game. He was up against Miami. They obviously targeted him. They targeted him. Shout out to Michael Hussey who pointed this out. They targeted him on the defensive side as well. They really exploited him, and I think that tired him out. That happened to him a bit when he was playing for the Sixers too. So if JJ's on your wire and you need threes next week, he is a three-point streamer, and he might even be a hold depending on what other guys are around. And Josh Hart, 28
2: minutes, 12 points, nine boards, one steal, one steal. Uh, can be a points board sort of six-man streamer, I guess, in, in tough leagues or in a deep lead. Uh, must add, with that many minutes, you think, Mr. J? Yeah,
3: and you know what? Something really interesting I noticed about the, the Pelicans is they only have an eight-man rotation. And one of those guys was Melly, and he only played a few minutes. So they've essentially – it's really bizarre when you think about it. They're playing they a play seven-man rotation today. One injury to one other Pelicans guy, and he becomes like a 32, 33-minute-a-night guy. And with those rebounds and the points, occasional threes and a few defensive cats throw, uh, stats thrown in, he is a very interesting sort of stash and and he's useful right now too because nine boards, I'll take those.
2: And on the Miami side, you mentioned him. Dunk Rob, uh, seven from 13 from downtown, 25 points, three boards. And nothing else but you don't need more of that now don't need much more of anything do you mr j
3: no that's um insane that's like heat check level insane and he will do that uh, last season he provided like some pretty incredible value just on that that those threes alone if you drafted him he's a hold you won't find him probably on any wires or anything but uh he's not somebody you go out and try and trade for do not be silly and overpay for three threes
2: Goran uh, he was another guy who did extremely bloody well. 27 minutes, 18 points, uh, two rebounds, nine assists, four steals, six from 11 from the floor, none from four from deep and six from seven from the line with three turnovers. So the turnover's not fantastic in a nine-cat, but if you know, you're playing in an eight-cat, that doesn't matter. Mr. J, you were almost – we were having a chat. You were almost going to drop Dragic, weren't you?
3: Yeah, so he was a guy I thought is like a potential streamer and I was going to drop him for Pat Will or some other kind of hot breakout guy. But, uh, wow, that was amazing today. The eye and shoulder, Goran Dragic. If he – like I said at the beginning, though, he's still a sell high. Right now he's ranked 27th, but he's not going to go off like he did tonight. Oh, last night depending on where your time zone is uh every night and he's got injury issues here's one for you if i could send dragic away and get back um what's his name from the pal scott i'm getting a mental blank now uh eric bledsoe if i could get bled it's because you mispronounced his name now i'm blocking it out completely if you could get bledsoe back <laughs> i would i would send dragage for him for sure
2: and Bem Adebayo, 28 minutes, 17 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, and a block filled up the stat sheet quite nicely there. 5 from 9 from the floor, didn't try one from deep, 7 from 8 from the foul line. Quickly, I need to pause for the show for an announcement, and it's a fun one. It's free stuff, and everybody loves free stuff. And what is it? The Bruce Letter. It's back. Oh, yes, baby, it's back back and fresh for the 2021 NBA season. Our founder Aaron Bruski is writing an email newsletter filled with its most intimate fantasy nuggets. It's exclusive content you cannot find anywhere else. It's not on the website. It's not on a podcast. It's not on social media. It's only in the email newsletter and you can sign up and get it for free. Just go to bit.ly slash brewsletter and brew is spelled B-R-E-W-S then letter 2021 and sign up in 10 seconds. Again, the site is bit.ly B-I-T-L-Y slash brewsletter 2021 Aaron Brewski straight to your inbox. And game number two for this Christmas Day slate of games. And we had the Golden State Warriors getting absolutely thrashed by the Bucks, the Dubs 99, the Bucks 138. Wow, the Warriors, not real good. Uh, concerning if you're invested in there, guys, Mr. J? Yeah,
3: it's very concerning. Um, you know, in head-to-head, you do not want stars that are going to be out of contention from the real-life playoffs in April. So, they, you know, they might rest when they have little niggles you want studs on teams battling for playoff spots or seating. That's why like D-Lil is a good one because you know that the Blazers are always going to be struggling at the end of the season to get you know, a higher playoff spot or battling away. Players even on te- teams like the Magic and stuff are interesting because they're going to be battling away for playoff contention. If the Warriors are this bad and it's only two games in, so we need to take a little kind of heat check on our <laughs> hot takes, so to speak, if I can coin a phrase, but uh, not good. We'll come back to Stephen Curry and talk about his field goal percentage when we get to the dubs, I'm sure.
2: Uh, the Bucks, on the other hand, looked very good. Let's start with their box score because there were quite a few standouts. A guy who I would call uh, Chris uh, Cash Money Middleton, but for some reason, Mr. J, you've called him Chris Sox Middleton. Why is he called Sox?
3: It's because he wears those – shout out to the Professor John Steele all the way over in Seoul because he he calls him Socks because he wears those long white socks right up to his knees like the old school guys used to do. So we call him Socks Middleton and it sort of suits him a little bit because he's a bit daggy, isn't he? He's a bit of a daggy pick, like uh, that's an Aussie word. How would you describe dag for the uh, unacquainted?
2: Uncool. Uh, I wouldn't say nerdy but just uncool.
3: Yeah, he's one of Dan's favourite old man squad guys, isn't he?
2: Yeah, look, so he played 25 minutes, 31 points, four rebounds, five assists, two steals, 10 from 16 from the floor and six from eight from deep. Got all five from the charity stripe. Chris Middleton, wow, uh, certainly decent value if you have picked him up in that sort of uh, 30 to 60 range.
3: Yeah, and, and he's going anywhere between 30 and 60. If you're in a league with smart guys like Dan Vesperus and others, He's disappearing in that sort of 30 to 40 range and other leagues, 40, 50, sometimes as late as 55. Even. Right now, he's the fifth most valuable player. And again, all of these things I'm saying, knowing we've just started, but that shows you the worth he can provide. And last season for, for stretchers, he was absolutely, I don't know if you remember, electric. Like he was top 10 for stretchers, um, just lighting up the points. And he doesn't hurt you anywhere except he's a minus on blocks.
2: And Giannis, he played 26 minutes, 15 points, 13 rebounds in a double-double with four assists, only shot four from 14 from the floor, missed all three of his shots from deep and only seven from 15 from the line. Oh, Giannis, Mr. J.
3: Yeah, so... It's complicated, isn't it, with Giannis? It's like a complicated relationship. Like I broke my rule this year and I drafted him. I drafted him in, in uh, uh, eight category in a – by mistake, I thought I was in nine category when I was doing the draft, so I drafted this – a few mistakes coming out today. I drafted him and Zion thinking I could punt free throw percentage and then it was realized it was eight category. That was not very smart because you can't really punt a category in, in eight category. You're taking big chances. But uh, – what about his current rank in nine category? What do you think that is?
2: Oh, I'm going to guess with the slow start that it's pretty bad and somewhere between 150,
3: 200. No, so I, I couldn't even find it on the, the ranking side I'm using. He's cause outside of the top 200. It's 209th. What about if I turn off free throw percentage, if we punt that?
2: That's got to be a little better. Surely it's got to be, you know, um- 60 to
3: 80, somewhere around there. Wow, well, that's right. But I'm surprised you think it's that low.
2: Well, look, I, we've got to remember where, especially for the Bucks, two games in. Like it's, you know, these are not going to be a true reflection of what continues to happen throughout the season.
3: Well, absolutely no doubt about that. But, uh, Yeah, we'll we'll see how it goes. His field goal percentage is the other issue, isn't it, too? Because he he seems to be taking more shots from the perimeter. It's something that we need to watch.
2: And let's have a look at Dante DiVincenzo, uh, another one of almost my fantasy rider dials. I've got him in a ton of my teams. Uh, Almost played 20 minutes today, 13 points, four rebounds, two steals, shot five from eight from the floor, three from five from deep. Didn't get to the line, though.
3: Uh, and, I, and I should come clean and say I kind of stole him from Pedro as well. Pedro, shout out to Pedro Dureste, uh, who we'll have back on again soon. He's a, we've had some great conversations. He's really helped me with a few guys like Garland is another one that I targeted at the end of drafts who might come good. But Dante, wow. His current rank is 51. If he keeps up that steal and three rate with the high field goal percentage, he's a top 75 lock, maybe with top 50 to 60 upside. And let's have a look at the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry, 29
2: minutes, 19 points, four rebounds, six assists, one steal, a pretty pathetic 35% from the floor and two from 10 from deep, things we're not used to from Stephen Curry.
3: Z score with Steph Curry is more than negative two for field goal percentage, and that's quite easily the worst in the top 50 or 60 and there's only a couple others close in the top 100. Awful. And we need to watch that if that's not going to get better. If you drafted him in the first round, like a lot of people did. Now, obviously it will improve, but will it improve enough to keep him in the first round value-wise? Possibly not.
2: James Wiseman played 25 minutes at starting centre, 18 points, eight rebounds, Three blocks, five from eleven from the floor, three from four from deep for a big man, and five from six from the foul line. There's some tasty numbers.
3: Yeah, he's he's at the moment, and again, caveat, just starting, but he's a, he's in that top uh, eighty already, right around OG Batum, Bam Adebayo, Keldon Johnson, Josh Richardson, Zubac. They're the guys who are right around him. At the way he's playing at the moment, in twenty-five minutes a night. Uh, he's providing that blocks value. That's a positive Z score. Uh, the rebounds are good. And and like you said, he, he even hits a few threes.
2: And look, Andrew Wiggins shooting 33% from the floor and Kelly Oubre getting one of 10 for 10%. Ugh, those two are terrible. But you think Oubre in particular are by low?
3: Yeah, I definitely think is a by low. I don't know about Wiggins. Right now, Wiggins is two hundred and seventy seventh ranked player after those two games. Uh, The field goal percentage, minus 2.57. That's that's a lot worse than Steph. Like I said, Steph has the worst in the top 100, but uh, I think Wiggins might even have the worst in all of basketball.
2: And support for the box score breakdown is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. And big news, Manscaped just released their new cologne scent to help you feel good and smell good all over at all times. Who knew smelling this good can feel this good too? Uh, With the signature scent that's in all Manscaped formulas, this cologne is a perfect complement to the collection. Light, approachable, gentlemanly in all the right ways. Think of it As your wingman to keep you fresh and ready for anything, calming and inviting, the signature scent induces a light citrus burst before settling into anchoring notes uh, and a woodsy masculine kind of finish there. 50ml spray cologne is even hypoallergenic, cruelty-free, dye-free, paraben-free and 100% vegan and this beautifully designed glass bottle makes a statement and the manly scent is attractive
0: this is the story of the one as head of maintenance at a concert hall he knows the show must always go on that's why he works behind the scenes ensuring every light is working the hvac is humming and his facility shines with Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces plus 24 7 customer support his venue never misses a beat
1: to set the mood.
2: And now you can use the new Manscaped Refined Cologne to complete your set and smell great and feel great anytime, anywhere. It's time to feel sexy, fellas. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20 at Manscaped.com. Your balls and your body will thank you. 20% off, free shipping with the code HOOPBALL20 at Manscaped.com. 20% off, free shipping. Use the code hoopball at manscaped.com, sorry, HoopBall20. Look good, smell good, feel good with Manscaped. Let's have a look at our next game, and that was the Nets and the Celtics. The Nets continuing to be the form team of the competition, I think. Anyway, 123 to 95, and let's start with those guys. And the guy who (laughs) I get a bit of a chuckle every time I think about it, you left him on the bench, Kyrie Irving. (laughs) Uh, Dan said he was a colossal sell high for his next injury coming soon. What do you think?
3: I I know I asked you not to read out his line, but I think I'm okay. Can you read it out? I'm ready. i can ready to handle it.
2: (laughs) All right. 33 minutes, 37 points, 6 rebounds, 8 assists, 1 steal, thirty from 21, 60% from the floor. Get ready for this one. 7 from 10 from the three-pointers and 4 from 4 from the charity stripe with only one turnover. Ladies and gentlemen, the King Kyrie Irving has returned.
3: Yeah, he has returned. And look, Dan is probably right. He is a colossal sell high, and I've I've definitely got to sell one of him just for the sake of it and also for the narrative and to talk about it here and see what happens later. But I tell you what, quote of the day, Kyrie Irving, when he was being interviewed after the game, and he said, cop the merch <laughs> now that's a bit of a millennial or young person's term what What do you think you meant by cop the merch
2: i don't know have they got uh Kyrie irving branded
3: sage bunches now uh, well <laughs> that's a possibility but a cop the merch basically means get yourself some netski a jump on the bandwagon because <laughs> uh they're that He's saying they're going. They're going to go all the way, and you might as well get on the bandwagon now if you're not already on it. Especially if there's teams in the Eastern Conference that you hate, like uh, the Celtics, for example. <laughs> A lot of people hate the Celtics. Get behind the Nets, because uh, wow, that's all I can say. They made the Celtics look second-rate. Right?
2: And let's have a look at the second player, Kevin Durant in 33 minutes, got 29 points, four rebounds, three assists, two steals, uh, nine from 16 from the floor, three from four from deep and eight from nine from the charity stripe. A little bit quieter than Kyrie, but still impressive, even though he might sit half of the Sunday, Monday back-to-backs, Mr. J.?
3: Yeah, now that's a really interesting thing. If that's true, that means Kyrie gets an even bigger burst, uh, boost. Sorry, burst, boost, any kind of B, bang word, bigger boost, bang, because, uh, yeah, he'll get even more shots and more usage. And obviously, Levert and Dinwiddie get a boost, which is, I scooped up Dinwiddie uh, in a number of leagues where he's been dropped. I think because maybe on a couple of pods, people have said Dinwiddie's maybe a guy who you can drop or that he's a guy whose outlook doesn't look that great. I think that is a little bit of an overreact because we know what's going to happen potentially if Kyrie goes down. If you've got if you're in a weekly settings league where you've got a big bench and you can stash guys, um, then Dinwiddie is somebody to put on your bench and potentially. God help me, I hope it doesn't happen because I've got too many Kyries. But if if it does, he gets a huge boost. And then when when Durant sits on these back to backs. Levert and Dinwiddie are going to get an extra boost as well. So if you're in Roto Leagues, both of those guys make sense. I've got LaVert in a few places. I've got Dinwiddie in a few places just to kind of give me a little bit of a safety net if something happens with Kyrie. And the Jordan,
2: DeAndre Jordan and Jared Allen split. Uh, Jared Allen seemed to get a bit of the positive in it this time around. 21 minutes for him, 9 points, 11 rebounds, 1 assist, and 4 blocks with Jordan getting 4 points, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 blocks in 19 minutes. Do you see that just continuing and would you would you be concerned and would you drop Jared Allen if you got him in say the
3: 80 to 100 range? No, no, definitely would not drop him and I would not drop DeAndre Jordan either. This was a blowout. There's going to be some they're obviously going to blow some teams away and both combined they didn't even make 40 minutes so in tight games that one of them's going to play 26 and the other one's going to play 22 it might be different from different games and then there's the potential that that Jordan gets injured at some point as well because of his age so no way am I dropping Jarrett Allen whichever one of them you've got you just be patient I think and
2: Spencer Dinwiddie played 29 minutes, 6 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals and 1 block. Got 2 from 6 from the floor and missed his only 2 shots from deep. Filled up the stat boxes nicely though. And Karis Levert, one of your favourites, 18 minutes and 10 points, 1 rebound, 3 assists and 1 block. 5 from 8 from the floor and missed his only two shots from deep. Let's have a look at the other side of this game and the Boston Celtics. And let's start with a guy who clearly outshadowed his uh, number one on that team in Jalen Brown, 30 minutes, 27 points, eight rebounds, three assists, one block, Got 11 from 25. He had 25 shots from the floor, missed all four shots from deep and only five from nine from the charity stripe. Are you impressed by Jalen Brown's, well, we would have thought clearly number two on the Celtics, but playing like a number one?
3: Yeah, well, he's going to get the opportunity. People have been wondering who's the Celtic to grab who's going to make the biggest jump uh Marcus Smart was probably the other one as well as Jalen Brown that people are looking at at the moment it's Jalen Brown who's you know way out in front and Marcus Smart has not been great but I think that will change from game to game depending on the game script as they say in the NFL you know what's what's happening um in the actual game itself and who gets more of the usage but Generally speaking, Jalen Brown looks to be a really good value pick and he's somebody, if you've got him, I don't think I'd be selling high on him. I want to see how high he can fly.
2: And Jason Tatum, speaking of flying high, 36 minutes, 20 points, eight rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block, nine from 22 from the floor, two from six from deep and didn't get to the charity stripe. Jason Tatum, how do you feel about Tatum?
3: Uh, I feel like if I've drafted him, which I do in a few places, I'm okay with that, but I'm not convinced that he's going to return first round value where he was drafted. Right now he's ranked 34th. And the reason for that, like same issue with Steph is the field goal percentage, uh, minus 1.58 Z score. He's currently shooting 42% from the field. The shot selection is an issue. Uh, the minutes are great. The other categories, there's 1.5 steals and the block, one uh, one block, rebounds are good. Assists are a bit low, only two assists. So he is a, he's a minus on assists and a big minus on field goal percentage. He needs to up those assists and he needs to up the field goal percentage. Who was it? Was it Steve we had on, uh who we were kind of arguing about Tatum and he was really high on Tatum and I was saying, well, let's wait and see what happens with the field goal. Yes, percentage. yes, it was. Mr. vitovic and he, he was saying by the way Steve's got a lot right he's probably got more right than me but i think i was <laughs> think I might be right on this because uh you know without Kemba there and the, the extra options there's a lot of pressure on him and look at these crazy turnaround jumpers even the the, the winning shot that he hit uh, another one that he shit over that he that he that he hit and shot i mixed those two <laughs> words up there one that one he... <laughs> Another one that he shit right over Kyrie. A turnaround jumper today, like um, you know, those shots are not great shots, and that's why it's 42% from the field, which is terrible. Like last season I traded him away for BAM because I just I kept losing field goal percentage every week because of him.
2: And Jeff Teague, he um he played almost like an all-star the other day, played very well. But today, his numbers, 21 minutes, 0 points, one rebound, two assists, one steal, missed all five from the floor, missed his only shot from deep and didn't get to the line. Clearly not quite back to that uh, all-star kind of thing. But Marcus Smart played a little better than what he did in the last game. Thirty, Almost 32 minutes, 13 points, three rebounds, six assists, two steals, one block, four from 12 from the line, three from seven from deep and got his two shots from the line. Marcus Smart, what would you be doing with him in your fantasy team?
3: Just holding on to him and, and hope that he uh, does a little bit better than what he's been doing. But he, he does get all those cats for you, doesn't he? So Would you buy yeah. low? I would buy a low. Yes, he's another one. If I could get, if I could send Rosier and get him back, I would do that all day long.
2: That's an interesting one. So there you go. If you've got uh, scary Terry, don't worry about my motivation. Go and see if you can trade him for Marcus Smart. Let's have a look at the uh, second last game of the day. The Dallas Mavericks and Mark Cuban's boys looking a little bit uh, not good. Hundred and fifteen down. By the Lakers, 138. And let's start with the Dallas Mavericks and Luka Doncic, who, let's face it, looks like he's really the only player on Dallas at the moment. 34 minutes, 27 points, four rebounds, seven assists, one block, nine from 19 from the floor, two from five from deep, seven from eight from the foul line. Luka Doncic, you said that you didn't want to get him one, two, three. Overall, in fantasy drafts, all these experts on facebook and i and I say experts with little quotation marks because they're not really uh they're just you know keyboard warriors <laughs> uh say no, you need to get Luca first or or Giannis first. What say you?
3: I say a lot of people don't have a whole brain, some have three quarters of a brain, a few people have half a brain. If you drafted Luca at number one or number two in nine cat, you've got less than that. So we need some IQ tests probably. Uh, He is currently 47th per game, and that is because his field goal percentage is rough as guts. Um, His threes are actually bad. He has not hitting his threes, just won a game so far. Look, obviously, these will come up. But I think without uh, Zinger, then the same sort of issue with Steph. The field goal percentage is going to be rough. Weirdly, his three-throw percentage is 85% Eighty-five percent so far, so you can look at that as being sort of like a, a positive, or maybe even a negative, because he's got regression, negative regression. <laughs> That's that could come in the three throw percentage, uh, and so far the field goal percentage rough. And Jay Rich, Josh Richardson,
2: twenty-seven minutes, seventeen points, two rebounds, two assists, two steals. So other than the blocks, fit the stat box quite nicely. Six from 12 from the floor, two from five from deep, and got three from three from the charity stripe. What would you be doing with Jay Rich?
3: I would be putting him up on a little poster above my uh, computer going, yes, I got him at 115, 125, 130. I got him in three places. Right now he's 76. Again, the caveat, it's only a couple of games. But why is he there? Uh, 15 points a game, two threes, 4.5 rebounds, 1.5 steals. The field goal percentage much better. That's what we're looking at with him. 47.8. So last season his field goal percentage was rough as guts over in Philly. But he obviously playing alongside Luca, sucking in all the defense on the perimeter. That's going to give him better looks. And you can see those two three pointers that he's hitting. Beautiful. There's uh, a very net, a net positive on steals as well. And his three-throw percentage is good, and he doesn't turn the ball over that much for a perimeter guy. Very interesting guy. If you grabbed him in late rounds, he is definitely not somebody you drop. And Trey
2: Burks, let's just have a quick look at him. Twenty, Almost 25 minutes, 17 points, one rebound, two assists, one block, 50% from the floor, four from seven from three. Uh, definitely a handy streamer if you need threes, Mr. J.
3: Yeah, he's just a streamer or a deep league guy. Um, he's occasionally going to blow up, but, you know, don't lose your mind about it.
2: And then we'll have a look at the Lakers side, LBJ, LeBron James and AD both look very much like first-round value. LeBron James, 31 minutes, 22.7 rebounds, 10 assists, 1 steal, 8 from 18 from the 4, 3 from 8 from deep, 3 from 4 from the charity stripe. AD 30 minutes, 28 points, 8 rebounds, 5 assists, 2 steals, uh, 10 from 16 from the floor, 3 from 5 from deep, 5 from 7 from the charity stripe. You'd be happy if you had either one of those.
3: Yeah, I'd be ecstatic. And it's just we need to see what happens with him with the rest and the injuries. Like if you took AD in the top three or four, uh, you should be really happy with how he started. He looks sprightly and, you know, they absolutely destroyed the Mavs today in part because of him.
2: And we have a look at our other player that we want to have a look at in particular from the Lakers, Trez Montrez Harrell. He played 28 minutes, 22 points, seven rebounds, two assists, one steal, 10 from 13 from the floor. Missed his only shot from deep, but only shot two from five from the foul line. Uh, Montrez Harrell, interesting.
3: Yeah, very interesting. We talked about him on one of the previous pods uh, you know, he's a guy who has, while he's getting these kind of minutes and it looks like, you know, AD and LeBron were there, it was their full rotation. If this keeps up, he's a, he's a top 60 guy.
2: Uh, Dennis Schroeder, 25 minutes, 18 points, two rebounds, six assists. Uh, got seven from 11 from the floor, one th- from three from deep. And Kyle Kuzma, who got himself a magical three-point buzzer beater on the stroke of halftime. Played 22 minutes, 13 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 1 block, 5 from 11 from the floor, 3 from 4 from deep. And mybookie.ag, our friends, mate, they've got plenty of great stuff going on. So if you like a bit of a flutter, go and check them out. Now is... A great time to get some skin in the game with my bookie where odds boosts, lining deals and free bet await all season long. And with the NFL playoffs right around the corner, we know who these teams are, we know what they're capable of. It's not difficult to find some value in those lines either. So whether you're a first-time customer or been playing with my bookie for years, there's no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets and contests they offer every single week. Sign up or get reloaded Today, find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. Get some cash under your belt, especially now that you're probably broke after uh, Christmas. And they also boast a fully fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table slots, card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is at my bookie the doors never close so you continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out make the right play and sign up at mybookie.ag today and when you do use the promo code hoopball to get your deposit matched halfway all the way up to 1000 The terms are simple. You put in $200, they'll match it with another $100 in your account. And if you're already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at mybookie.ag. So come in and join the fun and win some cash while you're at it. And in Australia, we say, please gamble responsibly. Let's have a look at our final game for today, the Clippers and the Denver Nuggets, which has only just finished. And the clips got up 121-108. to Geez, the clips look good, don't they? Uh, let's start with the guy who was laying on the ground, got an elbow to the head, UFC-style by a teammate, Khoi Leonard, got 13 minutes, 21 points, 5 rebounds, 7 assists, 4 steals, 1 block, filled up just about every category line. It's beautiful. Uh, 8 from 14 from the floor, 2 from 4 from deep, Three from three from the foul line, Quiet Leonard. Have you got him in many places, Mister J?
3: I don't have any quiet Leonard because I, I got PG instead, or I got Trey at the end of the first round. Um, I think I've even got one Tatum potentially, stupidly, at the end of the first round. Uh, update on what's going on. So he's, he got he got eight stitches to, for a la- laceration in his mouth. The elbow was from uh, Serge Barker. Uh, right below the CBS update for that, there's a tweet by Dr. Nirav Panja, MD, who says, concern for Kawhi Leonard is a jaw fracture. Only a handful of players have suffered this exact injury in the NBA, like 10 or 12 over the last 20 years. The concern is if the bones are misaligned, can be a one to two week uh, out without surgery or four to six weeks with surgery. Now, Ooh. we need to wait and see, but it looks like, what the doc is saying is a pretty heavy shot and if it's a jaw fracture my god the skeleton image with it is rough so that's one to watch if he is out then probably the guy that i've slated more than anybody else on this pod so far lou williams uh guys like that fringe guys might have some value for a while
2: uh well maybe and i'll come back to someone else who i think will have some value and certainly did pretty well in this game. But before we do, you said you have Paul George. He played almost 37 minutes, 23 points, 5 rebounds, 9 assists, 1 steal, 8 from 14 from the line, 5 from 9 from deep, 2 from 2 from the charity stripe. You've got him. You're pretty happy
3: you've got him. I'm very happy, yeah. He looks like nailed down like top 15 with like middle of the first round upside potentially. Yeah. So all about PG and very happy with how he's been going. He's newly married. Uh, I think it was through the summer that he got married. He sat when they were way ahead and then Denver got back in the game um, and he kind of, deferred a little bit too. Obviously, they've got so many good players. That's the issue. There's going to be some – he's not going to be putting up, you know, 18, 19 shots a night even in a, a game like today. But, yeah, good stuff.
2: We need to look at the Ibanka Zubac. Zubac, as I said the other day. Uh, he, those two and their split, their rotation because uh, Zubac probably didn't come out the better of the two in this game. What do you think is going to happen with those two?
3: It's weird because part of me, I want to say, this is a crappy sort of game to look at because they were way ahead for a while. And so the minutes are a bit off. Like if you combine their minutes, it's the same as the uh, the Jordan Allen thing where Zubac had 19 minutes and Serge had 21 minutes. So that's only 40. And then the eight minutes was spread out. You know, Patrick Patterson played some, played some time. Um, you know, there was a bit, a bit of small ball as well there. So Maybe a bit hard to evaluate for sure, but this is the kind of concern that there's going to be that split there. And if you look at it, what, Zubac's own... Did he He had no rebounds today? What the hell is that? Zubac had no rebounds. 12 points and a block, and that's it. Abarca, 10 points. uh, 15 points. 15 points. But he gets those threes, doesn't he? Abarca is the one to get because of the threes. That really threw me, the Zubach having no rebounds. <laughs> How could you be seven foot tall in the NBA and have no rebounds? Mate, if you were in the NBA and you were seven foot tall, you would have 21 rebounds every night because you're an absolute animal on the boards. <laughs> and if Kwai is
2: out, I see a bit of a shuffle with Zubac going into starting center, Ibaka moving to starting power forward and Batum moving into that small forward role. Batum Sean. Quite well. Almost back from irrelevant to being relevant. 36 minutes, 13 points, 10 rebounds in a double-double. Uh, four assists, one steal, one block. He got five from eight from the floor, two from five from deep and got his only shot from the charity line. Uh, Batum, from the worst contract in Charlotte Hornets history, to relevant on the Clippers.
3: Yeah. Well... If you are playing thirty six minutes on a team as good as the Clippers, and you are a decent basketball player, you've got value, haven't you? Uh, probably shouldn't overreact to one game, but maybe he's worth a speculative add in a couple of places. Be interesting to see uh, what what his ownership percentage changes to overnight.
2: And let's have a look at the Denver Nuggets, and we'll start with the Joker, who got thirty eight minutes, twenty four points, nine rebounds, ten assists, in almost a triple double. He got one steal, seven from 13 from the floor, one from four from deep and made nine from 11 from the charity Stripe. The Joker, most people had to get him in sixth place. What say you?
3: Well, he he looked to be, and I don't have any of him because I think I was in like sixth or seventh only in maybe one draft. I was either like in the first four or in the last four picks mostly. And the one time I was right in the middle, around about pick six, I took. It actually happened twice. I took Steph Curry once, and then another time I took Damian Lillard. I wanted Lillard because I thought he was safe. Jokic was the other one that's just safe as houses, and he's already that. It looks like, yeah, super safe middle of the first round value. You're going to get that back from him.
2: And let's have a look at uh, Michael Porter Jr. Before we just about disappear. He played 23 minutes, 10 points. Three rebounds, two assists, two steals. Got four from nine from the floor, two from six from deep. Um, you know, got some steals, got some threes. Oh, sorry,
3: I, I blanked out. He's one. Of, he's one of my ride or die guys as well. I think we talked about McCall Bridges being the guy I have the most, uh, and then it would be Michael Porter Jr. and Kyrie. They'll be one. they would be my next two, probably tied. Um, and hard and not far behind but yeah MPJ look today was a down game uh he didn't really you know get a lot of points but he's picking up those other categories and yeah I'm very happy with with drafting him around pick 50 to 60 where I did
2: and uh look at a couple of other Denver Nugget guys perennial slow starter bubble superstar Jamal Murray played 37 minutes, 23 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 1 steal, uh, f- shot 45% from the floor, 4 from 11 from deep and 1 from 2 from the foul line. Uh, you know, better times ahead for Jamal Murray. Paul Millsap played 22 minutes, 8 points, 1 rebound uh, and 1-3. Come back to earth just a little bit. And Will Barton, who has suddenly decided to show up in these two games, somewhat anyway in uh, 28 minutes got 15 points five rebounds three assists one steal shot four from 10 from the floor one from four from deep and only six from nine from the charity stripe uh, any of those three names pique your interest
3: it's funny isn't it because i was really high on Millsap, and then today he was bad And uh, I think he's going to have some games like that. Like Denver's one of those teams where with some of the guys, Milsap, Barton's a good example, Gary Harris. Gary Harris will usually be not great for fantasy and then he'll have some really good games. Uh, Milsap and Barton will probably be, you know, mostly good, sometimes really good, and then occasionally they'll do nothing like they did today, which means they'll end up on the wire. But Barton, he was uh, 66th in the NBA last season on a per game. And he see two seasons before that, he, he was injured in eighteen nineteen. Two seasons before that he was fifty second. So I saw him going like around one hundred to one hundred and ten even later because he was injured and didn't play in the bubble. And sometimes people have a short memory. But if he's floating around, like if for some reason he's on your waiver wire you'd absolutely snaffle him and he's potentially somebody that you Including a trade as like a th- a throw-in, you know. If you do a two for two, try and get Barton from if somebody's got Barton, he's the kind of guy you get with the other guy you get because he- he's a top seventy-five value guy.
2: And look, if there are any questions that you guys want to throw at us, you can reach out to us on Twitter or on Facebook. We're also on there at Mister Jolly and the Harlander. Go and check us out. Uh, I've got a question from a listener, MJ Ramos has sent me a question and says he has Toppen and the Waterboy Boucher on on his uh, roster. And someone has dropped both DeAndre Jordan uh, and uh, Boogie, Boogie Cousins. Should he pick up one of those and drop either Toppen or Boucher?
3: I would definitely drop Toppen and take a flyer on DeMarcus Cousins. It could be an absolute trailer fire in Houston but I suspect that with John Wall there seeing the way they played in the preseason like Cousins is going to get his he's going to get his shots he's going to have usage so I would I would have a crack at him Dondre Jordan given what we talked about before about the minute split uh I think it's pretty close between him and and Boucher
2: Okay interesting so uh look if you've got any questions shout out any commissioner court questions that you want to throw at us uh trade questions happy to answer them massive slate 10 games tomorrow We'll try and pump through them as we can. Mr Jolly, ho, ho, ho. Thank you for taking some time out of this Boxing Day for us in the Commonwealth. Uh, For everyone else, hope you've had a great Christmas. You can find me at Twitter at TheHarlander23. Where can they find you on Twitter, Mr J? Uh,
3: It's Mr Jolly of Sydney. What else could you be with a name like that?
2: Thanks very much, guys. Catch you tomorrow. Cheers for listening in. G'day. Have a good one.
1: this has been a hoopful presentation.